welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication. Tickets are on sale now, so for more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hi, my name is Stevie Kim, and welcome back to Mama Jumbo Shrimp, which is the sister channel of Italian Wine Podcast. And today uh, we are in Umbria, and specifically we are with the Barbarani family, and it's the the same name. The winery is called Barbarani. So, and we are here. To my left, we have Bernardo, and to my right is Nicolo. So, let me ask Nicolo. You're the winemaker of the family. Awesome. Okay, so you are doing the winemaking, and you are basically selling it, right? Yes. All the commercial side and the marketing, which I might say not may not be the easier job necessarily, <laughs> right? Bernardo, can you just give me an overview of how many wines you have? Yes, yeah, so it's a historical company since 1961, and uh, we concentrate on what we really like and what is very typical of our area. So very indigenous grapes uh, and um, very organic farming, uh, beautiful organic farming. We do Orvieto wines. Uh, so the what most, does that mean, Orvieto wines? It is the most famous white wine of central Italy. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful, drinkable white wine, straw yellow color, uh, low alcohol and beautiful drinkability with a nice fruitiness and a very crisp and mineral taste. It's very, very enjoyable, it's fresh summer white wine. Okay, so how many, how many wines, how many labels do you have? Uh, we produce more or less uh, five labels every year, mm -hmm. but then we have some specials sometimes that we really like to uh, produce. Today we are uh, tasting something very special. You know, Orvieto is one of the little spots in the world where you can make uh, the beautiful noble rot. Right, and that's because you have the microclimatic situation. We have the, the lake, yes, and then uh, we also have the the wind, we have the sun, we have the fog, we have all the secret ingredients for our noble rot. It's a beautiful mixture and it's a fantastic balance. Mm -hmm. You know, the fog uh, in the morning, the sunshine in the evening and the wind that clears very, very well the fog away makes the perfect condition for the noble rot to develop around the grape. So what are, what are the grapes that are the grapes are the most typical, Grechetto and Trebbiano Procanico, that is a very special variant of the Trebbiano with a small fruit and much more concentrated and acid. And in particular, uh, when they are together, they really play very well uh, and makes uh, 
a game between uh, the apple and the peach, so it's a really uh, nice taste in your mouth. So it's basically uh, procanico? Mainly it's grechetto, to tell Gre you the truth. Grechetto? Yes. What are the percentages? Uh, in this wine, grechetto will be even 90%. Oh, okay. Uh, because we need uh, a little more uh, uh, structure um, on, on the skin of the grape, mm -hmm. because the rot is very, can be very aggressive, so we need a particular uh, resistant skin of the, the fruit. But also the Trebbiano plays a nice role, uh, giving a lot of minerality and acidity to the wine. So, is, is Procanico considered an aromatic grape variety? Mm, they are not considered aromatic, mm -hmm. uh, neither uh, Grechetto and Trebbiano, but uh, when the noble rot develops around it, it gives so much to the wine and uh, they become very aromatic. So, we are now going to taste four vintages, is that correct? Yes, it is correct. Okay. Uh, we are tasting the, of the same wine of, or the no? of the same wine. Okay. The current harvest is the 2019, and then we are tasting uh, some 17, some 14, and some 2012. So it's a 10 years old white wine from central Italy. The particular thing is that this wine uh, is very long lasting. Uh, it's beautiful when it's young, but it's even more fascinating when it gets a little older. So let's go through the, the, this vertical tasting right now. So I'm starting on my right, which is... Um, the younger. The yeah, youngest. The 2019. 19. Okay. All right. So tell us, who do you want to tell us a little bit about this wine? Yes. The 19, um, it's a beautiful harvest. Um, it was a, um, a vintage that was uh, very well balanced between the, the rain, uh, and, uh, and the sun. And uh, the late harvest uh, of the Botrytis uh, was uh, a little bit uh, late, <laughs> I would say. So we, have, we start harvest the, uh, the Botrytis wine uh, during the November. And so uh, it develops uh, in a late way, but beautiful way. You see the wine is well balanced. You feel this uh, beautiful fruitiness in the beginning of your mouth, and then uh, this uh, um, incredible crisp acidity that is uh, at the end cleaning your mouth. The wine is it's very long, but at the same time it's very enjoyable, very drinkable. Alcohol percentage of all the wines is around 12.5, so it's not a heavy white wine. It's incredibly elegant, but at the same time incredibly complex. It's, it's, it's phenolic as well. Yes, it is. It is. You feel uh, this beautiful uh, tropical fruits, um, these beautiful uh, spices uh, in your nose and in your mouth, this uh, honey. Uh, but same time, uh, you will feel uh, in the other wines that those flavors in time will grow more and more. What kind of vessels are you using with this? Just stainless steel? Is it? No, the wine is fermented in stainless steel. Mm -hmm. And at the end of fermentation, we put the wine in, in, the, in the big barrels, 28 toiters that you saw before. Right. In the wine cellar for one year. And then after that, there is a minimum, at least two years of uh, evolution in the bottle, which is very, very important for those wines. Very important. And how many bottles are you making of this Luigi and Giovanna? We are making uh, around 15, 20,000 bottles per year. You know, right. sometimes when you drink uh, an important white wine, your mind you always go to a buttery taste, a very uh, 
alcoholic and heavy and strong wine with personality. This area expresses something different. Uh, this area expresses wine that are very drinkable, very enjoyable. So even the most important wine from Barberani is not that heavy. It's a beautiful elegance uh, and a really, really nice minerality in your mouth. So let's go on to the, uh, the, the next. 17. Yeah, the 17. We have two years more in the wine. So it's, uh, you will see the, you will feel the developing uh, of different flavors. You have more uh, spices, more saffron in your nose, more uh, uh, white pepper in your mouth. The wine is, uh, has a, uh, uh, a more well-organized structure. You will feel that the uh, sugar and the acidity are playing uh, way, way better in an incredible way together. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local foods, and taking in the scenery. Now, back to the show. Wine is still uh, very vibrant, very alive, I would say. And the structure, it's, uh, it's incredible, really it is. What kind of harvest was this, 2017? Uh, was a, a more um, cold and rainy harvest. Mm -hmm. So uh, the aromatical side of the wine uh, is getting out uh, uh, way more. Uh, usually when we have uh, some uh, uh, harvest that are uh, uh, a little bit too rainy, for this wine uh, it's better compared to the other Italian wines, you know, because uh, the noble rot, the Botrytis, uh, is uh, growing uh, in an amazing way with the humidity. And so uh, you will find out uh, uh, that in the next wine, the 14, which is uh, uh, famous to be a not very good harvest for us, it was an incredible, really, really incredible harvest. Just to, uh, just to clarify, these two vintages, same winemaking. Yes. Okay. And same percentage of grapes. Yes. yes. And same type of noble rot. Exactly. Exactly. Which one? Grapes are always uh, Grechetto and Trebbiano. We mix but, them. So you mix, we mix them, them together. Yes. They're both noble rots. Yes. Okay. Yes. We mix them I didn't together. understand that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We mix All right, them let's together. go this to the important. let's go to the fourteen. Yes. Now we have a little bit older wine. Yeah, the, you color, can tell the color it's a little bit darker. You know, the name of this wine is a dedication to our father and our mother for our 50th anniversary of the company. But also there is a little secret because uh, Luigi represents the Grechetto grape, the character. Our father is a very strong Capricorn man from Umbria. Mm -hmm. And Giovanna represents the 5% late harvest grape that we leave in the vineyards. We forget in the vineyards. We wait until the noble rot arrives and we bring Giovanna back to Luigi. So from the marriage of the noble rot and the Grechetto of Giovanna and Luigi, it comes a beautiful love story like this wine. Is this wine, the 14, is it to drink now or is it going to get better? Uh, it's a wine that you can drink it now in an amazing way, uh, but it's getting better. You will How many more years can it, can it still in improve? Our, in our experience, uh, uh, minimum 15 years. So, uh, more, yes, more uh, seven, eight years more, no problem. I'm going to go to the next one now. Yeah. Okay. And this is? 
2012. Okay, so it's 10 years. Luigi 10 and Giovanna, years 10 years old. So many people ask us why there is this salinity in the wine and the secret is underground. When we dig our soil, we find shellfish mm -hmm. from million years ago. And the saltiness of the soil, it comes direct in your glass of wine. And it's so beautiful, so enjoyable. So 2012 uh, now really gives you a blast of noble wrath. It's really great uh, explosion of uh, tropical uh, and spiciness together with the fantastic elegance and nice drinkability. So let me ask you a question. Would you consider your wines, I know, of course, they're organic, they're certified organic, natural wine or vegan wine? Uh, they are also certified vegan. So they are all certified yes. vegan? Yes, okay. the company is certified. We don't uh, use uh, any, any more proteins in our wines, mm -hmm. which is very important for us and respectful. I'd say natural wines, this, there's no meaning in that for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just a way to say or to... Uh, it's very artisanal yeah. wine. They're artisan wines, I would say that, yes. We, we produce our wines with our hand. We are in the vineyards every day. Uh, we are in the wine cellar uh, morning and night uh, uh, testing our wines and make them develop and drive them in the right way, but uh, not forcing them, which is very important. We are making the wine with a lot of respect of the nature, of the wine itself, and uh, more important of the people that are drinking our wines. So there's just one little surprise. One last thing. One last thing. Okay. Our Botrides sweet wine. Noble Rod Sweet Wine. Ah, okay. The Calcaia. Okay. The Calcaia, it's a, a, a flag for us. Yes. If you come to Orvieto, you must drink the Calcaia. Try okay. the Calcaia. Okay, so we'll try the yes. Calcaia. This is a 100% Botrytis wine, Noble mm -hmm. Rot, made again with the Grechetto and Trebbiano Brocanico. But the harvest, uh, it's very long for this wine. We start harvest the, harvesting the grape uh, during October, and sometimes we finish in December. We just pick up uh, the right berries, uh, and then we left the others in the vineyard. Uh, then we come back after one week or 10 days. So the, the production, it's really, really hard to do, but the result, it's incredible because it's a dessert wine, it's a sweet wine, but it's not that sweet, it's not that sticky, it's very elegant. And uh, the, the noble rot preserves the acidity in the, in the late harvest grapes. And so you will feel this incredible balance between the acidity, the sugarness, and the alcohol, which is the, just around the 10.5. Is this something new you're doing? Or? No, this no. is an, an historical wine, uh, I'd say, of Umbria and uh, Italy. It's uh, more than 40 years that we are producing the Calcaia. The first harvest was 1986, the official first harvest of Calcaia. But my father was experimenting uh, noble rot since the 70s here in Orvieto. And the great thing, you know, when you talk about noble rot, you always think about the Sauterne wine. Mm -hmm. And this is a Sauterne style wine uh, because it's a late harvest, sugar, but also it's a very original and typical wine because it's made with the Grechetto and Trebbiano grape. So there is no aromatic grapes, but 100% noble rot taste. Okay, and what do you what do you eat with this uh, noble rod? Because you can't drink it alone, right? I mean, it needs food. You know, it's it's you can drink it alone if you like, but with the food, it gets the best out so of it. So, what would you, know? you? How would you pair this? It's fantastic with our uh, 
local specialties like uh, truffle and mushrooms. Uh, this will be fantastic. Mm -hmm. But also it's a great combination with fish. Uh, uh, oh, with I, fish. Always, you would I always think with about uh, crustaceous like lobsters and shrimps. Uh, but also spicy food is really fantastic. Uh, and even the local food, the, the typical recipe, it's a rabbit game, uh, this wild uh, animal, so you can have a very good combination with them. Okay, my mouth is watering. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> All right, so that's it. It's a wrap, and hope to see you guys soon in Umbria. And here, this town is called? Orvieto. Orvieto. Is this officially Orvieto? This uh, is a, no, this, this small town. This small town is Baschi. Baschi, it's the in the province of Olbi yes. Olvieto. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, that's it. Chin chin. Let's Ciao. cheers. Salute. Cheers. cheers. Salute. Chin chin with the Italian wine people. Ciao ragazzi. We hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th, 2022 in Verona, Italy. Remember, tickets are on sale now. So for more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Italian Wine Podcast is introducing a new donation drive this month. It's called Why Am I a Fan? We are encouraging anyone who tunes in on a regular basis to send us your 10-second video on why you are a fan of our podcast network or a specific show. We will then share your thoughts with the world with the goal of garnering support for our donation drive. Italian Wine Podcast is a publicly funded, sponsor-driven enterprise that needs you in order to continue to receive awesome free wine edutainment seven days a week. We are asking our listeners to donate to the Italian Wine Podcast by clicking either the GoFundMe link or the Patreon link found on italianwinepodcast.com. Remember, if you sign up as a monthly donor on our Patreon, we will send you a free IWP t-shirt and a copy of the Wine Democracy book, the newest Mama Jumbo Shrimp publication. 